Greetings and welcome to Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. I'm an author, coach, speaker, and healer. You can visit theandygrant.com to learn more about that. Real Men Feel is here to remind men that they are human beings and that they are entitled and have the right to feel and express and expand and share all of their emotions. Whatever you're feeling, it's okay. We have the conversations that most men aren't having, but that all men can benefit from. And in this work and in, in podcasting and in my healing work, I get to meet lots of men that are, you know, doing their best to be of service and help other men help the world. And that's what I'm talking to tonight. Um, my guest today is healer, coach, and men's group facilitator, Justin Gagney. Welcome to Real Men I, Field, Justin. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was glad to. So we just met like a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's funny because yeah. we've, we've chatted briefly a few times. So I, I feel like I've known you longer yeah. than just two weeks. So it's, it's interesting. <laughs> exactly. I know it always goes that way. Definitely. So uh, the first thing I want to ask you is what prompted you to want to create a men's group to begin with? Um, It came down to just being uh, on my own, really on the journey and guys at work that I was working with weren't really in that kind of sense. You know, everyone was just doing the everyday grind and I just had so much on my mind to talk about and I just wanted my fellow brothers to talk to, but the guys I was around were talk, you know, all they really could honestly talk about football, baseball, you know, what was on the tube that night. So, um, you know, and I tried to dabble into a little bit and talk to them, but some most didn't really vibe with it and it was okay. So that just really just led me down to the road to find some men and, and to share our journey together. So have you always been seeking that more more depth than kind of the average person on the street? Or is this kind of recent for you? Uh, it's always been, a, yes, it's always been a look, searching for the depth. This, it was always something I could find deeper. Um, you know, at first I didn't know exactly what it was, but there was something beckoning me to find whatever that purpose was. And um, yeah, I've been searching for it for a couple of years now. I could say definitely, definitely been a thing. What sort of things did you experience that that let you decide that you were kind of being called for something? Like what what were the what were the signs of your calling of of this journey you you speak of? Um, for signs, it was um, honestly it was like during the 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 pandemic was huge. Like as a kid, I had I was very empathetic and everything, and and uh, I was very open, and I used to see you know full apparitions and everything, but I just think that was like hauntings, but. Uh, when COVID came around, um, we all had to like kind of stay home and, you know, no one was out in public really. So we really had to focus on ourselves. And um, I basically was really working on myself too, because uh, I was a recovering alcoholic for like 12 years. And so I really started focusing on being better version of me to uh you know heal myself which i didn't know i was doing but i was trying not to be angry as much um and so i was just kind of trying to process emotions these are all these things that were coming through and when i started really feeling the weight because i didn't really watch tv i was trying to seclude myself from like the outside world of all the chaos that was going on but i really felt everybody and uh empathically like the world honestly and that really opened the door for me. And I do remember meditating once in the beginning, trying to like, you know, keep the anger down and frustrations. And I remember seeing a black door open 
like this one time when I was meditating and that really felt like I was opening the door to the spirituality realm and to where I am today. Did you have a general sense of, of being angry at everything or was there something specific that you hadn't dealt with in the past? What, what, what was, yeah, what was it was, it was more of losing my mother. And honestly, when I, when I lost my mom, I was just, she, um, was getting an operation and she was a plus size woman and she, uh, needed this operation. She had uh, cancer on her kidney. And, um, so it was something she needed to be happened right away. So when that happened, she had actually, um, the staple gun misfired and hit her main artery. And so it was kind of a, it, we didn't, she was supposed to come out that day. So we didn't expect that at all. So when that happened, that kind of, I kind of had a salty taste in my mouth for a long time because, uh, you know, we, we weren't told what happens truthfully and all that. So yeah, I was, I was pretty angry for a while about that. And I just suppressed it with, uh, with booze. That's, that's basically what I did, you know, and, and try to keep that angry little monster, you know, down there for a while and, and not deal with it. Honestly, cause it's a scary thing then to deal with and process that stuff, mm -hmm. you know, it's never so, a so fun thing. No, and it's certainly not that. And <laughs> yeah. it's funny because it's a horrible stat. It's like like one of the leading causes of death is medical care. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So how long ago was that? When did you lose your mom? Um, that was twelve years ago. Twelve years ago, actually, last month. Oh wow! Seems longer, but uh, yeah, it was twelve years ago. But um, going through this process of you know, if you would call it spiritual awakening. Uh, our journey that we're on to, you know, everyone's on the journey. I I understand it now because I've, I've learned to address it and heal it. And, you know, it's always going to hurt, but we keep healing it. It's, it's easier and softer. And um, so I've learned to um, kind of understand why, I guess what I'm coming from is I understand why it happened. So I'm not upset with the situation anymore because mm. I know we all have like a soul contract and we all come here and, and, um, we, we have this time period that we know we're going to be on Earth. Um, we, as our 3D selves, don't know that. But when we come here to Earth as a soul, we do know. So, and I understand the situation now. And, um, yeah, so I'm not so angry at it anymore. Hmm. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> and was was there a single turning point then that you realized that, that, you, that the drinking wasn't helping anything and you were going to make a change there? Yeah, yeah, so... I learned that, you know, there's darkness and light in the world. And um, I was met with a lot of darkness, um, you know, negative energies and all that. I, at my, you know, mostly every day um, and a lot of voices going on, you know, like, temp like I want to quit drinking, but I keep hearing like drink, 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 you know, and that's myself saying that, you know, my dark side just kind of poking at it. And, um, you know, I, I just, I kind of had to like venture through that with uh, a lot of hurdles and um, yeah, that, that was, it's, I would say not, it's not easy, but once you can work through it, it's a lot easier in the end, you know, it's not as scary, <laughs> I guess I would say, you know, uh, but yeah, it was definitely a challenge. I would say it definitely was. Were you able to work through anything? while drinking yeah. or did the healing only begin kind of after that well i was always so yeah sorry I, I was always trying to like when i was working through it i knew i always had like a 
self-worth for myself. Um, so I always had like the light almost at the end of the tunnel and I was like really close to it. I knew I should stop, but I got so deep into it. Um, and what helped me was a great breakthrough for me is I had my guides, um, which I didn't know at the time, but I used to have like a woman call my name out every morning and call like Justin, like wake up, kind of like wake up. And I thought it was like, wake up ahead of bed, but it's like, wake up, you know, come on, you're almost there. And then I had a uh, very lucid dream of my guide, Eric. And um, I've seen it. He came in the dream. I had like a, I, I live on Cape Cod and there was like a little Cape Cod uh, magazine for me to show me. It was kind of like, I don't know what that was kind of like a dream to show me that, you know, we're in a dream, but you're still in Cape Cod kind of thing. And um, so I had like a young girl and a young boy and an old lady. And when I saw them two, I was looking at them like, this is not my family, but it felt so real. And um, so basically the lady looked at me telepathically and said, we are your family. So I kind of freaked out. I went outside and it was like, all it had um, it was all snowy outside and there was a deck with a dock going down to the water. So I started going down there to kind of get away from people to like collect myself. I start sitting down and I see my Eric, uh, my guide Eric coming. He's like seven foot tall and he's walking to me. I'm sitting next to this pond with like a little violet flame kind of vortex sitting there. I didn't, I looked at him and I knew his name. So obviously I knew him and he says, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Am I <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. And he looks at me, he goes, you wanted this but you're not ready. So when I had that, when I had that happen to me and I woke up, that kind of woke me up. Cause I was like, what am I not ready for it? That was the question. Like, who is this man? Mm. What do I want? You know, I kind of knew what I wanted. And it was like getting out of drinking. So he was basically telling me like, you're not ready yet. Cause you're still in the dark, but this is what you can have, you know? So that really did help me. That was very pivotal. And so did did you just decide one day, all right, I'm done drinking, or did you need to go through a, a did a program help you out or um yeah, so I've tried it multiple times and I did a program once and for people that do the program, I'm not knocking it at all. It's just something that didn't work for me. I tried it and and the amazing people there, but that wasn't for me. So I I, I basically got honest, I'm not a churchy person but i went to the church one day and i was still hammered i went to a church and i'm just like on my hands and knees begging like please like somebody help me like i can't get any lower than this like i'm at the bottom of the barrel i'm on my hands and knees in a church like i'm hello you know and so then um i had a friend of mine that i haven't seen in years who's like a best friend of mine in high school and i saw him and his wife and they just had a one-year-old. And so I started seeing them more and they started showing me like that I mattered. So that helped me a lot and gave me space. And then they bought a house and they said, Hey, why don't you move in with us so you can have a place to be sober? And so I started doing that, working on that and, and just someone showing the light to me and showing that I do matter and someone caring that I actually um, the showman actually cares that I'm doing something bad to myself instead of just people letting you be, oh, that's just him. Let him be him. You know, it's just Justin. He's upset, you know? So that's what kind of what ties in with like helping guys and everything is that showing someone that cares and to help you pick up and help you rise is, is something amazing. It's yeah. pure medicine. 
I wish more people realized this, but but being of service, helping somebody helps you so much. Like that is not a one-way street. 100%. 100%. And it's funny because recently I've been saying to and posting up to a lot of people is, you know, if if you can help one person, like if I can help you, just say this, if I can pass on something to you and then you can pass it on to two other people and then those two other people can pass it on the two and now that's four and that's like, you know, it multiplies and multiplies. So I just, the ripple effect I think is amazing, you know? shine your light for others. I just posted about like an hour ago. Mm. You know, if someone's in darkness and you can shine and be the shining light to them, that is huge because by example of shining your light in your darkness to being to light, they can, it shows them that they can actually do the same thing. So people ask like, what can I do for others? Simply just that, just be that shining light. And that is huge. That can just, you know, jet set someone that's ready. Definitely helps. Mm. Earlier, you mentioned that you were uh, empathic as a kid. Did did you have mm-hmm. any of these other kind of uh, lucid dreaming and and recognition of guys? Was that something you experienced as a child? Yeah, um, I did. So uh, I'm on Cape Cod. It's an island on in Massachusetts, and um, a lot of Native American um, land here. And so, yeah, when I was a kid, there was a lot of. I live in the conservation in the backyard, and it had a lot of stuff back there. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of lucid dreaming as a child, but I just, I just cooped it up to be like nightmares, you know, and just imagination as a child. Um, and I used to see things in my house, like, but I would always like kind of the ego thing, right. You're just like, oh, that's, you know, that's just, that was just the light flickering or, you know, I, I had like one time I had a shadow of on top of me and I thought it was my father and I turned the lights on and then. He wasn't there, but I was just in, so no one was in my room, but I just passed it off to be, you know, it was a Coke can in front of it. So it looked like that, you know, so I used to do that a lot, but knowing that that's not the truth now, you know? <laughs> yeah. A lot of lucid dreams towards, even with my mother, when, when she passed, I had that opened the door when I was younger, I was like twenties, 25. When I was back at the house, that was that definitely was a lot of lucid dreaming going on then a lot of um, empathic stuff too. feeling my father, feeling my brother, feeling my grandma next door, you know? So if you're not grounded in everything, that really is a big thing too. If you're not grounded and you're not taking care of yourself as an empath, it is troublesome. And how aware of all that were you as a child? Cause, I, Cause I've had some oh, experiences no. and I was a mess as a kid. I Oh yeah. I was a mess. I was a hot mess. I mean, uh, you know, my mom brought me to like uh, doctors for ADD um, and then ADHD and, and all these things. And like, you know, um, and I was very hyperetic too, because all that was going on and the energies I was getting was just almost like having like, you know, five cups of coffee because you're just like, you know, all over the place, you know? Yeah, it definitely affected me. But I think the ADD is not personally from my perspective as they say add is not really what i think it is um i kind of feel with the add was yeah i wasn't paying attention but i'm receiving so much so much information you know it was almost like people thought i wasn't paying attention but i was but i was also receiving from up the above you're you're paying attention to different things than they're wanting you to pay attention to that's yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly Yeah. Yeah. yeah And uh, what about healing? What what got you into healing? Was it, did you receive healing, seek healing? 
what what got you into that field? I've always felt like it's like the blinded blind the blinding of who I was. Like I just didn't know who I was. Like I've always been like there for everyone and and trying to help others and listen to whoever's at school that I don't know that was like you know sitting by and like crying or something like that. So that's kind of that's that's a form of healing and just being shining a light again being the light being next to someone is healing so um and my father is like an earth angel he's always we've always done like uh you know can drives and help kids with like uh um what they call that like for salvation army for like christmas and and we did a lot of ccd in in church groups when i was younger when i had to do those things um but I, I just watched my father take care of people and, and, and be in service, going to nursing homes on his own, not being paid, and like dementia patients and all that. And I used to go with them and do stuff like that. So just that alone, I was just blown away, you know, to see a man be a different person and then change into like an earth angel, as I've been told that he is, and just switch his like mentality to like a totally different person and then have this pouring heart to help people and that that was huge for me i thought that was amazing so you're saying there's something at 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 home like in day-to-day life your dad was not that open-hearted and of service it was only when he went out yeah so yeah so my dad he is very gifted and he doesn't know it um he's very um he's a very church oriented person so it doesn't mix you know, he's very Catholic and set in his ways. And he just doesn't see it the way I can see it. Mm. Um, so he's very empathic and he has all these, all the stuff that, I mean, he's my father, so makes sense. Right. And, um, but yeah, so he's very nervous all the time because he's feeling energy and he's always like pacing and he's like a nerve. I always call him a nervous Nelly. You know, he's just a nervous Nelly. He's just like a, you know, like a leaf blowing into the wind, you know? <laughs> so, but when he's like talking to these people, he's not that nervous person. Hmm. He's a very grounded man. He's a very focused, you know, very attentive. Like everything else was washed away. It's just that person in front of him. And it's, you know, it's amazing. And um, so for me, for healing, seeing myself in the darkness that I was, I wanted to help others fast track so for me to see how much struggle and torture i put myself in that that's the main word really that i did is i tortured myself for so long i was like groundhog every day so when i actually got to the point where i could heal myself saw what i could do um i was like oh i gotta do this for everyone else like i don't want anyone else to do what i did i want to help people with grieving you know and and get people on the right track wherever they may be if it's just a speck of sand that I can help that person, then I am happier than, than ever to help that person, you know, makes me very, it fills my heart for someone to just help them maybe ground for that day and they can go home and sleep better. That's, that's, that's big. And the, the last time we spoke, it, I think you mentioned wanting to help men, uh, ascend to or embrace the divine masculine. So I, I, I wonder mm-hmm. what, what, can you define divine masculine? What does what does that mean to you? So actually, I, I really want to men to embrace divine masculine and divine feminine. So honestly, 
when men that are not really when they're just learning when they hear feminine they're like oh like you know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm a man you know like <laughs> you know i'm tough like and it's like you know yes you are but today we are everything's demanding like the universe is demanding today especially for men to have divine masculine and divine feminine so um masculine for me is for honestly is i would say like tough and and strong but like with compassion with uh with with love um we can be strong as we can be energetically as i look at stuff you know we have energies around us as a healer um but if we're strong and tough and we're trying to push like stuff down the hill it's not going to work like we can do this in this 3d world but we can't do this in in an energetic uh perspective you know we have to go with grace um so feminine ties in too because it helps us be graceful as men and honestly i always like say like if you could you know, a lot of men that presented me in front of me that I work with, you know, they think they could pick a truck up and they're like strong as anything, you know, that's cool. But to me, I think a strong masculine is that if they can, if they can actually heal themselves first and then heal their family, then that is the strongest in the world to me. I think that's amazing. If you can do that, you know, if you can actually conquer yourself and conquer your darkness and then take care of your family and heal everyone else to, that's that's a strong man right there. Yeah, I find that there's a common mis misperception that you know being a man means you're only masculine, but uh -huh. masculine and feminine energy is in everything. <laughs> it's, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You you might have already talked about him, but let, let's see. Uh, what 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 man had the biggest impact on your life? Yes, that 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 would be my father. That would definitely be my dad. He's an interesting one, you know. He's he's huge impact. But he's also showed me like he he didn't have an easy life. He 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 had a he was a ch children of eight and had like one meatball for like the whole week. Like they were poor, very poor. Uh he had a very abusive father and then he had a stepfather that was very abusive. Uh both alcoholics, all that. So he swore to him himself as a child that he would never lay a hand on his children and he never did. Uh do we push him to the edge of like frustration? Oh yeah. I mean, what kid doesn't, right? <laughs> But um, yeah, I look up to him. I, I I looked at like, wow, a guy that can defeat all that, right? Like getting beaten and, and having not really great fathers to starting his own business. And, and, and he's a master plumber and like, you know, providing for three boys and a wife for a nice big, you know, he had like a, a big house for him. You know, we had great, great life, you know, very affectionate family. Um very uh loving family so i was blessed you know to have that because i know there's not many that do as my friends at least i know don't have that as as a very affectionate and he taught me honestly what soft kind gentle men look like mm -hmm. that he could be a strong masculine but he had very divine in him too uh feminine divine in him and to see that balance is why who i am today does he know how much you have gotten from him and look up to him? I hope so. Um, I do tell him. I do tell him. Um, but you know, that's all we only can receive what we want to receive. Mm -hmm. You know, we can tell you know, X, Y, and Z. And if if you're up for and this is like 
a mirror for me too. Like I used to not receive like compliments, um, even though I was doing well. So, uh, but I'm, I don't do that anymore. I think, <laughs> but, um, with him, yeah, I think he does. I mean, he sees me from how dark I was and like my mom was my soulmate like that. It crushed my father cause it's his wife, but it crushed me because it was like my best friend, soulmate, everything. Like, you know, we were very connected, very connected. Um, so yeah, I definitely, um, I do think he sees that because, I'm just not who I was before, you know, I was very recluse and very tied to the bottle. So I do think he sees it. What are you proud of, Justin? I'm, you know, I'm proud of the progress I made. And I'm, 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 I'm so blessed and grateful every day to know that I was in a dark, deep hole very dark um so dark that there was all black around me and um i'm just proud that i did it on my own and and i'm proud that i'm i'm taking these hurdles every day that i'm i'm still working on because it's an everyday process it's never easy it gets lighter right when we heal something and it comes back around in the cycle it's softer so um yeah, I'm very proud of a lot of stuff of that. I'm proud that like I can catch myself now instead of playing the victim game. I'm like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. You know, let's, you know, this is what it is, but it's okay because we already did this before, but it's just that we know how to navigate it. Now we just might have to navigate just a little bit to the left to figure it out the second time. So yeah, I'm very proud for that stuff because mentally I wasn't even there. I was always, you know, used to call myself a, horrible person and you're disgusting and you deserve these things you know looking in the mirror so now i'm proud that i can say i love you you're amazing you know you're full of light and, and you know i'm proud of you i can actually say i'm proud of myself it's kind of nice yeah. <laughs> you know and what are you looking forward to oh what am i looking forward to um i would say i'm looking forward to helping others really honestly like that's that's my mission is to help others um, move in the right direction and, and just be in service is really truly from my heart is to be in service. It fills my day when I help someone and they walk in all nervous and they're just like, ah, you know, I have everything on the table that they want to talk about. You need to sit there and listen to them. And then by the time they leave, they just, they're full of energy and they're excited and they're happy and they give you a big hug. That's that's huge. So I, I look forward to that stuff. How does someone know they're headed in the right direction? Um, I only can speak for my like self. Mm -hmm. Again, I always like to say my perspective because that's where I'm coming from. It's my knowing. It's it's my practice that I do. I'm practicing every day, so. Uh, I know my right direction because it, again, it's just my knowing. I can't really explain what knowing feels like for anyone else, but it just feels true. Um, and it, it's very clear for me because I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm not fighting and, and trying to go against the grain to where I thought I should be. You know, I listen to my guides. Um, I listen to myself is big, you know, I don't listen to my ego. I listen to my true higher self and um, I observe. 
you have to take a few, you can't just like jump into it and go, you know, we, it's, it's calculated. You have to kind of like sit back and have a higher perspective and, and actually focus on where you're going and what you're doing instead of being like on this, you know, on the fly. Cause on the fly again, I used to do that and it didn't work for me. So now being more aware, I can see the avenue. Sometimes there's a fork in the road you can take, but I know both are the right direction, but which one do I want to take? Hmm. You know, so which lesson a, do I want to learn? <laughs> is it kind of that, that a sense of being in the flow and perhaps synchronicities or, you know, synchronicities, yeah. synchronicities, hundred percent. I can't deny it. Like, so like yesterday, let's just say like this, like I'm like, so I, I quit my job last week cause I'm done on being on the grind and my soul is just grinding into the earth and it's not aligning with me. So I took action. And that's another thing that was a, a healing aspect for me is to have faith within me and in what I'm supposed to do. And so synchronicities, I walk by this girl at Stop and Shop and I'm giving out flyers for uh, clearing homes, doing energy clearing for homes. And then I went across the other side of the plaza and I go into the place where my cat veterinarian and she walks right out. So I was like, excuse me. I was like, I don't want to like scare you, you know, but I just want to give you a flyer because this is a synchronicity. Like there's, you can't deny someone walking by you two times, you know, in that, in this big plaza. So I just gave her one. So I see a lot of those, I see a lot of those things and I'm focusing on who I'm seeing. And is there anything you wish you learned at a younger age? No. I would say no, because then I wouldn't be who I am today. Um, so I would say definitely not because the lessons I was taught is who I am today. And I repeated that, but that's just like, I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Definitely awesome. not. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always advise people and, and like you're doing, I speak from my experience because that the best teacher yeah. is your experience. Yes. And, yes, know. it is. And yeah. someone, else's, someone else's experience can guide you. And, you know, you can be attracted to it and take some steps in that direction. But ultimately, it's it's what you do. It's the actions you take that really determine. Uh, yeah, it is. Because if you're not if you're not li listening to yourself, then I kind of say, what's the point to me? Because it's kind of like almost like an ego. If you listen to everyone else, it's kind of like an egoic kind of thing for me. Um, and for people out there that use like Facebook, like bless you. Like, you know, if that's helping you, I love it. But I don't. You know, those things I don't, because then I get kind of like for myself, I'm like, am I doing this right? You know, so I just always known that that's best for what works for me, because there's no right or wrong in the way people do things, anyone. So I just, that's a big thing for people to know. Like, you're never doing anything wrong. Mm. <laughs> you know? it, is, is there one thing you wish more men knew b b besides that, I guess? <laughs> um, Yeah, take your time. Like, you know, we're on this journey. It's not like it's coming we want things fast. We're human. We want things quickly thing. You know, it doesn't work that way. And so for example, like I was getting so much information coming into me and I was like, wow, I'm actually good at something. And that's how it felt because I'm not, I wasn't very good at school. I studying. It wasn't my thing. So when I was receiving everything, I thought that was amazing. So I was like, keep coming, keep coming, keep pumping it, you know? And then it was like breaks and I was in a suspension mode healing. And so, uh, 
I had source come and tell me, um, basically like be at bay, like stay, like sit, respite, relax. And that was very hard for me, but that was a very good lesson for me too, because we can't keep going so fast, you know? So we have to like know that like, when, if you hear a guide say like something's happening, it doesn't mean today. And you know, that we have to have, um, honor time because time doesn't matter above, you know, time is not a thing, you know, and abundance. That's another thing. People keep hearing abundance. Abundance is not just money. Abundance is love. Abundance is time. Like right now I have time to do my things right now because I'm not working and grinding. That's the abundance that I've been told, which actually at two feathers, I was talking to Jen there and that's what she was telling me. She's like, you know, it's time is your abundance right now. So that's a huge thing because abundance people think it's 3d they think that's straight money so that's not such it's not a thing i, I mean i mean it could be money but not yeah. always <laughs> it is a thing but it's not only that thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. cool so justin how can people learn more about you and connect with you yeah so i'm on uh facebook um which I'm you just said was horrible right <laughs> well i mean like i'm on yeah i'm on facebook for like for so like even youtube like like that like i would use youtube for like things that are good for me right so um but i would definitely say like i'm on fake yeah so i'm on facebook uh and it's a facebook uh it's the saving light on facebook i think you have the link right on yep. on the thing but um and i'm also on instagram too so it's uh the saving light so it's just like the underscore saving underscore light uh, on facebook and on tiktok cool awesome well, it was good to chat with you, Justin. Yeah. And well, thanks for uh, having me. Learn more about about your life and your journey, your awakening, and your desire to help and and serve. Because that that's that's really what it's about. It is. That's what, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. We're it's not the individual journey. It's well, the individual journey can go a lot better if you make it about others. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because others like we can be a teacher for someone. And then after that, that person, same person in front of you can be your teacher, which is big. So yeah. if someone's starting off too, I think that's a big thing for people to know, you know, when you see someone helping you, don't be like, Oh man, I can't do what they do. No, nope, that's not right. Cause I've had so many experiences of teachers flipping it to me being their teacher. Yeah. And that's a fun experience. Yeah. So yeah. Have an open heart. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, again, thanks again, Justin. Thanks again for everyone for joining us today and tuning in. Wherever you're discovering Real Men Feel, please subscribe, follow, like, share this to somebody, post a review or a comment. You can always reach out to me at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Always glad to hear from you. And the holiday season is rapidly approaching. You can grab some uh, great Real Men Feel hoodies and t-shirts like the one I'm wearing for the men in your life, including yourself, at realmenfeel.org slash swag. And if you're listening to this, you don't see me, imagine the coolest shirt you've ever seen in your life. That's all I'll say. So until next time, be good to yourself.